Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. This is a production of ITM Media. Yes, we are live here with Rambling About Racing alongside Charlie Herkus, Austin Reeves. I'm Matt Beamer. Bringing you another episode of Rambling About Racing, episode 144, gentlemen. Can't believe it. It's been, it's a long road. We still have a long way to go. We got a few things to talk about here at the top of the show. But first and foremost, gentlemen, how's it going out there for you guys? Well, we're never <laughs> sure. It, we're never sure if we muted ourselves or if Matt muted us. So, no, no, you yeah, know, to, to be you. fair, so. <laughs> We're never sure. So you guys act like you know y'all. Y'all go ahead and explain yourselves. I have to gather gather my composure there from these two lead-ins this past couple weeks. I'm not really sure how I feel about them. Okay, first of all, okay. If you weren't (sighs) watching us, y'all go first. If you're watching us on, or if you're watching us now, just regularly right now, or you're listening to us, I just got called Preston. Okay, you got called Preston. And two, I messed up again on the entrance. But hey, if you're listening to us on if you're listening to us on your regular podcast platform, it'll just seem like what's going on, and all that's good stuff. But go back and watch it after it's done live. Hello, everyone that's joining us right now. Let us know where you are, where you're from, in the comments below. We'll go ahead and give you a shout out here on the show. A gentleman, how's it going? Everything's going good. Uh, now that I had my mute, mic unmuted, I can't even talk today. Been a long day, Monday, uh, but everything's going good. Good, good. What about you, Charlie? How's everything going for you? It's going pretty good. It's definitely been uh, a Monday for sure. 
try to get, you know, been a been all weekend trying to get ready for this upcoming weekend's worth of races for sure. Got a little bit of news there for sure. A little bit of changes, I guess. You know, Matthew that races the 28 car, he he's out for the rest of the year. Why is he out? What happened? So he had an emergency appendectomy over the weekend. Oh, so, man. I hope he's okay. Uh, he, he's out. So uh, Austin's going to drive. Austin's in. What? No way. Austin, uh, are you driving? No, Austin's no. in. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 got, I got the approval from his wife. Oh, okay. Uh, That's all that matters. Uh, so, Did you tell Charlie I can drive this weekend? That's why I came back here. Okay. All right. So, well, yeah, I'm driving this weekend. I don't need Charlie pulling no, no stupid stuff. And getting yeah, I, I pulled what little uh, strings. But, but you are driving this weekend, pool. right? Uh, so Austin will be in the 28 car for the remainder of the two races of the season. Wow. So I got a summer. I have a seat. Better, yeah. You better make sure you can still fit in it. Well, how's your wife doing, Austin? She's joining us right there. How, how? She's doing good. She got a belly on her. Well, but she's pregnant, man. She's pregnant with twins. <laughs> yeah, she is. she's got an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey. Like you, you do realize you know, every time you get in your car, ah, oh, I gotta lose some weight. So I, I've been losing a little bit of weight. Just getting ready to anyway. gain it back at Talladega, huh? We're probably gonna gain a little bit at Dega, so <laughs> for sure. Other than that, you know, I guess everything's going good. We're, we're gonna have fun this weekend. You know, the crew, the whole crew is gonna be back at uh, the races this weekend. The whole crew, except with an exception of you know a, a few, including Matt and stuff. The whole crew that was there uh, at fight night uh, is oh, nice. going to be back this weekend. So, and we are going to have to park back at our our normal stalls this weekend because they're running every class this weekend. So, uh, pit pit spaces are going to be very limited. So, going to be a fun night. It's going to be a long night this Saturday, but it, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be nice to see Austin back out there on the track. So, well, congratulations on that, Austin. That's big news. It is big news. It seemed like it, uh, it seemed like that, you just heard you about it. One, you remember that one time you hit me under caution back two years ago? I want video evidence of this race. Yes, I hope you remember that because I do. I want, yeah, I want, fine. I want video evidence, and I want GoPros on both drivers so we can analyze both sets of footage to determine what really happened. But you don't. You don't want me to put a helmet mic on. <laughs> you, you think Charlie's bad? <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see both. Well, man, we're looking forward to that. Awesome. Other than that, I mean, but everything else is good with the wife Austin. She's pregnant. Not long. Not much longer now. Two months. Not Two months, much. and I'll be here. Oh man! So Talladega is the like you said a few weeks ago, the last hoorah, and then that's it. My yeah. going. My going out party. <laughs> that's pretty right. much it that's, well no it's not it it's, it's gonna just, well, pretty much it <laughs> that's not true yeah, for about uh, 18 19 20 years so yeah mm-hmm. looks like Sheila dropped in solving the racing problems I'm guessing that has to do with uh, Matt being out probably okay well thanks a lot mom ah <laughs> <laughs> my and my, my mom doesn't even follow us so she can't just pop <laughs> and go hey sweetie <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm, ho- I'm glad you guys are doing well. Hope everyone else is doing it well out there, whether you're watching us live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or 
Twitter, or if you're joining us on your regular podcast platform or Burns Radio, really do appreciate you guys showing up every week. Episode 144, can't believe it. It's been a long, fun road and just more stories and stuff to come. Can't wait. But now we got to talk about the big race weekend. It wasn't really that big. It was just two races. Two major events, the Xfinity and the Cup race from Watkins Glen International Raceway. Next weekend, this coming up weekend, I should say, is going to be the big one from Daytona, especially for the Cup Series. We'll break that all down for everybody getting up here. But first and foremost, first impressions of this past weekend's races, gentlemen. thought it was overall a good weekend of racing. I mean, for the most part, Watkins Glen never disappoints. It's usually... A, a weekend that you look forward to, even if you're not a huge road course person, you normally look forward to this weekend. And it, once again, even with the next year car, it, it didn't disappoint. So it, it was a good race. Uh, the Xfinity race was a great race. Uh, yes, you, you, you had, you did have, uh, you know, Unfortunately, you know, we once again we we beat a dead horse here, but you, you had a lot of uh, cup guys drop down and run the Xfinity race, but it was great racing overall. A lot of position battles throughout the field, and even during the Cup Series race, position battles throughout the day. I mean, nobody really ran away from the ra- you know ran away with the race overall even with different pit strategies nobody just ran away with it so i, I thought it was a great weekend yeah what about you austin yeah i, I enjoyed it I, I didn't get to catch all the xfinity race um i caught most of the cup race um i enjoyed it um i wish they would have let them start in the rain but they started after the rain but they still ran in, in the rain wet track um i always like it when it rains on road courses because the crew chiefs and drivers have to scratch their heads on Who's going to go to uh, slick tires first and uh, stuff like that. But overall, I enjoyed this weekend, races. Yeah, other than the fact that they they were hyping up racing in the rain, and they didn't really race in the rain. They raced on a damp weight racetrack. That's all they did. I, yeah. I, I didn't like that. I didn't like the delay. Now, I get NASCAR. I, get, I see this from two point of views. One, NASCAR was in a, a sticky situation following what happened, what, last year at COTA. It was just a disaster, and we all saw it, and and NASCAR didn't want to go through that again. They took it from the fans. They took it from the drivers. They took it from the team owners. Everybody from in every aspect that has their hand in NASCAR gave it to them, two shotgun shotgun blasts to the face, and you can't blame NASCAR for saying, no, we're going to hold off. But on the other hand, why not just at that point push the race back? If it's raining too hard and there are puddles, why not, instead of getting the drivers in their cars, run them around the pace laps, why not just say, hey, we're going to delay 30 minutes to see if conditions get better? Yeah, I agree with you. It's, it messes with your mind when you strap in, ride around, and then get back and have to sit and think about your thoughts. Right. Well, that Not only that is you're sitting there as a fan, and it's like, oh, they're standing water. It's, well, yeah, that's why we got race tires. That's why we got wet weather tires on the vehicles in order to – push away a lot of that water, standing water, and if we just not go, the tires are going to warm up. I mean, it didn't take 10, 12 laps until people started putting on slicks. Yeah, I, I think there's I mean, 
you know, when they did start the race, though, and, yeah, there's wet weather tires, but there's a huge difference, I guess, in my opinion, when you put wet weather tires on these cars with the weight and, and you hit well, then it's like sta- a street standing car. water as opposed to F1 not weighing anything or open open wheel cars, period, not weighing anything, and you hit standing water. You, you can glide across it then as opposed to hydroplaning. I mean... Okay, so then why not just say we're not racing in the rain anymore at road courses? Why even have that I, there's, option? There's just a difference. Well, well, you're we, we, go take- back, we go back to Coda last year. There's a difference in weighted, racing on a damp track as opposed to just a rain-soaked track. Well, then at what point does – is it – NASCAR dangerous? made a bad decision starting that race when they did. What, Coda or – the Both of Dakota and Watkins Glen. Because I, they were talking, they were hyping this up. This is going to be a race in the rain. This is going to be a rain race that starts. And oh, hey, hi, Boat. <laughs> oh, okay. Another Bird. unexpected guest in the studio. Get this is what you have to look forward to, Austin. No, I'll be like this. <laughs> All right, don't don't do that gesture on live. Okay, so Maury's going to be joining us here because I guess Mama needs. Okay. Oh, nope, nope. Don't touch that. <laughs> How'd you like the races this weekend? You know what? The I, I just I like the races overall, except the Xfinity no, I'm race. I was asking your daughter. Oh, you're asking. How do you like the races? Did you watch? Did she watch the races? She didn't watch the races. <laughs> yeah. Let's move around the logo. Let's. Okay. Over here. Hey, Dad. Dad. <laughs> oh man. Oh okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. Wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Another oh, she, 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 right Yeah, that's a highlight right there. She's back again. She's grown since last time. But yeah, I well the overall I think the races were good except the Xfinity race. The Xfinity the Cup drivers were in there. Kyle Larson won it. The only exciting part was when who was it? Ty Gibbs and took out William Byron. Yeah, well, and actually Caroline and I were on a date and it was playing in the background and she just sees me go, "Oh no." And the whole restaurant kind of looked at me but don't care and but i mean the, the xfinity race was all right just because of that i didn't like that fact of, and again like charlie said we're going to beat the dead horse but but going to the cup race i wish they would have started it be, in, because they had them already lined up they were getting ready to go and they went and they said oh no we're going to wave off because it's too too wet out and NASCAR was playing the PR game right there. They were like, man, we don't want to get blasted in the face by a shotgun again. And, and in my opinion, if you're just going to do that, NASCAR, don't put wet weather tires on the car. If you're just going to sit down and park and be afraid of hydroplaning, don't even don't even well, put wet weather tires know, on the I, car and dry the track. Well, I see, uh, I, I see starting a race on wet weather tires, though. Well, then... Just- now, hear me out. Okay, just to, I will hear you out. Just to help, you know, yes, it kind of helps start the race just for the sheer fact that, you know, Watkins Glen doesn't have lights. But it also helps dry the track. Yeah. So, not only does it help start the race a little bit sooner, but them cars going helps dry the track. Yeah, it took it took them all day to drive with trucks and stuff like that. But you know, when you got thirty eight cars putting heat in the track, lap after lap after lap, 
Yeah. Well, here's my question, and, and and Preston said it right here. Unfortunately, he couldn't join us today, but he says NASCAR makes bad decisions all the time. What if well, get- F1 made a bad decision at the end of last year and cost? Well, yeah. well, anyway, anyway, they also made a few bad decisions at small, small this time last year. But my question is this, Charlie: Should the race start out in the dry conditions, and then rain comes in? And, NAS- and drivers and teams are forced to put on wet weather tires. At what point is NASCAR going to say stop the race because of standing water? You have to. Well, you don't have to. Drivers yeah. need to just adapt to the conditions on the track. If they're wet weather tires and wet conditions on the track, don't go as fast. Yeah, there's always going to be that one guy that's going to try to outdo somebody. Well, then he'll, then he'll but, but then he'll wreck. He'll he will. Find, he'll hit a puddle of water. Go. Yeah, so it's it's up to the drivers, in my opinion, to find it because heaven forbid, NASCAR starts to race in dry weather conditions, and then it has to switch over to wet weather tires, and then stop the race because of standing water. I'm not saying blinding conditions. I'm just saying a, a nice downpour, not like it was at Coda, but nice, you know, a nice little spring shower where it just rains and rains and rains, but not heavy, but enough to get the track wet, enough to produce standing water. Do you think NASCAR at that point will say stop the race because of the standing water? I, I but because now just no, no. But I also think it d- depends on where the water is running across the track at. Let's say that it could, was in the could S's. Could you agree right with me a little bit on that one? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the S's where there was standing water right there. You know, one of them was coming out of the bus stop. Yeah, that one corner right there. Okay, we'll say that corner. We'll take that corner, for example. Yeah, so one, one of them was there was a steady, you know, three-foot-wide, four-foot-wide stream of water just coming across the track. You know, I, I guess I see where the decision was made, but at the same time, if it was already there, you know, why even why even attempt to start the race? So I, I see where your point is. And I see where your point is. I'm sure so, – I mean, it's just like us hitting – I don't a, know. It, it's, it's a – I don't know. It's a juggling act there. So I mean, NASCAR. I feel like after COVID, but I feel like you have to play the side of caution there and just be like, why even? Why even try to start the race? So right. If they were standing water, why not put the pace car out like they used to and say, okay, standing water in the S's, standing water out of the bus stop. Let's get the track dryers out to try to get off some of that stuff. Or if tracks, road courses, I feel like Coda. Watkins Glen, Sonoma, the Roval, Road America, you name it, whatever it is on the Cup Series side of it, needs to make drainage a priority at those tracks. Yeah. They need to fix the drainage. Yeah, because in years past, it's not been a, we're going to run these cars on on wet wet conditions, where it's not an issue to run F1 cars on wet conditions. Because of the weight, I, I'll, I'll throw weight out there because weight's not an issue on them things. They can glide across the water. Where if NASCAR and stuff like that is going to make this a normal thing to where we're going to try and run on wet conditions on road courses and stuff, then yes, absolutely. They're they're going to have to make it a point, like you said, to get with these tracks. And drainage is going to have to be redone so that if rain becomes an issue – Hey, we could run on a wet track, but if there's three, four, you know, five foot streams of water, not I say streams, but I say streams lightly because I'm not saying like a freaking river running across the track. A steady steady flow of water going across the track that that can happen. So, you know, 
and it wouldn't take a lot to to mediate that by no means. Right, but I mean, like say the rain does pick up, does NASCAR stop the race? I mean, there, there's my issue there. If you're going to yeah. race in the rain, yeah, no, I, I got you. And, I, I see and, where you're coming and, from, 100. percent And Formula One will not race in the rain if it's dangerous. No, they won't. We saw that earlier this year where they, you know, they, uh, you know, delayed the start of a race because of how heavy. Yeah. I mean, the rain was. But they delayed so, the start. They didn't put the drivers on the grid and then correct. line them and up and then the say, race whoa, 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 whoa. No, this isn't going to work. Right. They, right. They, because Formula One has that experience. Yeah. Whereas NASCAR is still, I feel, in the infancy of this. We saw it last year with Coda. We saw it the year before at Daytona Road Course. This isn't much experience, but I mean, I feel like they should have at least something in place. To prevent something like that from happening again, because I was sitting there talking to a new, uh, one of the new guys at the firehouse, going, "Oh yeah, this is going to be a race in the rain. This is going to be crazy." And then they brought him down pit road and stopped. And he goes, "Oh yeah, this, these guys are the best in the world and stuff." But Preston brings up a good point right here. F one didn't race at Spa last year because of the rain. They ran a few laps under caution, then called it. And that's true. They rewarded everybody half points last year because of that. It was the weirdest thing. It, it was ridiculous in my opinion, and a lot of people got. I feel screwed, and I hope that doesn't happen again this year at Spa. But, you know, I mean, at what point uh, do you say let's delay to another day or whatever or delay the start? And a real big fix to all that is making lights mandatory at every racetrack sanctioned by NASCAR that runs a Cup Series race. Yeah. Then you wouldn't have to worry about racing the then you could, then you could worry. Yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about running a wet race period. You could just run a night race yeah. at Watkins Glen. And and I bet you people will be out. Those that place will be sold out every year. For oh that. yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, you true. ran you ran a night road course at Daytona. Yeah, and run a night road course at the Roval too. So yeah, I mean, and, and Preston brings up this point. Changing the start times. He's a big proponent in that. If he was here, I'd just put the camera on him and let him talk about that. That and the track limits coming up here that we saw at least play a part in some action here in the Cup Series race. Folks, before we continue on with the episode, we wanted to remind everyone out there again about our stores at Teespring and Bonfire where you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, you name it, we got. We also got throwback in the marbles gear as well. And from now till the end of August, if you use discount code HOT, H-O-T at checkout, you'll get 10% off of your order for all the items that you need, whether you're going to be supporting rambling about racing at the local short tracks nascar formula one indy you name it doesn't matter where you support it just support the show you look good in it as well again hot till the end of august for 10 percent off your orders from both teespring and bonfire links will be in the podcast description and youtube description below go check them out But yeah, Cup Series race. We'll talk about that real quick, unless you guys want to talk about Xfinity and how Kyle Larson won it and Ty Ty Gibbs spun out William Byron. It was no, really- I mean you know Ty Ty can be as mad as he wants to, but that, that was just racing. He, yeah, he he sent it off in there, and yeah. it cost him and William Byron both. So um, I don't blame William Byron a bit for being mad and, and kind of 
No, you can't get, get him they, back they, at they all. Him. But at, but at the same time, the last corner, but the second to last corner, he got him. But at, at the same time, how mad can William Byron be for coming down there, having fun, getting experience? Oh, be too mad because I mean, you're yeah, not running for points. Nothing yeah, like that. You're, you're not, just you're exhibition race. If you're not running for points. You don't deserve to get mad. If you're a Cup Series driver going down to the Xfinity Series, you do not deserve to get mad at the Xfinity Series drivers for racing you hard. And I, I'm glad yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Ty Gibbs did that to William Byron. I wish he would have done it to Kyle Larson, too. Any Cup driver that comes down there, I'm glad Chastain took himself out. I'm glad. I hope every Cup driver wrecks out every Xfinity race. That's just me. Can't do it. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. Sure. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, I've, go back and listen to previous episodes. You'll know how I really feel. I'm beating the dead horse here. But the cup race, other than the fact that it, the, the start was back and forth and it was just kind of gobbled, I thought it was an overall good race from start to finish. Michael McDowell looked like he might have stolen one. Honestly, I was pulling for him, hoping he would steal one. I think yeah, if, he'd I have, if he'd have got on the same – if he just started off on the same – pit schedule as everybody else and maybe took the slicks a little sooner he'd have been all right but it didn't play out like that he tried to jump on the same schedule as everybody else and it it just didn't play out in his favor i thought he did a really good job there michael mcdowell i mean he's just going for it now i hope i hope he wins at daytona i hope somebody different wins at we'll cover that when we get into daytona but yeah i thought overall it was good what do you guys think of it overall except for the start I thought it was overall good. What do you think, Austin? I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I didn't get to watch most of the Xfinity race, but like like y'all said, you know, there wasn't, you know, nobody just ran off with the lead. There were battles throughout the field. And I thought it was pretty cool, the seven different countries driving in that. Was it Kimi, which y'all were all talking about over the weekend? I, yeah. I was really rooting for him. And, and the whole thing, I thought he got chastained, but he didn't get chastained. Nope, he got taken out by another foreigner. Chastain. Austin Dillon got Austin Dillon got Chastain, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Needless to say, I'm not upset about that. I'm not either. So when we'll, we'll, we'll watch it in about three months on his uh last one lap down. Yeah, on on his uh on his reality TV show, he'll he'll talk about that and how disappointing of a race app was for him. But yeah, I, I thought life it, in the life in the slow lane. Life in the slow Never lane. With, life in the slow lane with Grandpa's money, starring yeah. Austin Dillon he, and his wife. Life with Charlie. a silver spoon up my beep. beep. Uh, well, Charlie needs to start a TV show I, called I, Life with a Broken Chain. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, everybody who showed up there, as far as the non regular Cup Series drivers like Kimi Raikkonen, Daniel Kvyat, Ty, Kyle Tiley. Did not do so well. Kyle Talley finishing 39th with steering issues. Kimi Raikkonen had an ad accident. Daniel Kvyat finished, although 36. I don't know how many laps down. Well, I, I know. Boris Heisman finished 33rd. Mike Rockefeller finished 30th. I thought, I thought Raikkonen did fine, but I, I loved his. He, I loved he was his, just a. Uh, uh, a, a person of unfortunate events there. A big, a because, big yeah, because he was running a tenth at that at that point, and then just got door slammed by you know by you know. Well, a country. Well, he he was checking up getting out of the way, and the twenty seven just yanked it hard left. Yeah, and then once it hit him, he started yeah. sliding. And I hate it because he he was showing strength. I mean, at that point, I, I'm not sure if he was the top running. 
track house car, but if he wasn't, he was the second one because Ross was uh, behind him at that point. I'm not sure if Suarez was in front of him, but, I mean, he was holding his own. He was doing great. So, I, I mean, I was pulling for him. I really was. Did you guys listen to his post-race interview? I heard something about it, but I didn't get to watch oh it. Oh my gosh! Well, well, I, I, so I, I, I was, I heard the uh, I got pre-race right interview about. Well, you know, are you afraid of failure or something like that, or afraid of not, you know, uh, doing uh, well? Yeah. And I was like, he, he said, well, you know, failure. I was like, I, I have nothing to prove and stuff like that. I, I, you know, I'm here, I'm here for myself. You know, yada yada yada. Well, and I was like, yeah, and it was like this stupid. Uh, media person was just trying to set him up, and right. he he shut him up real quick. And I was like, "This guy has nothing to prove to anybody." And We're I was like, "Yes." Champion. I was like, "Yeah, he he's he's a F one champion, and he's going against you know the best of stock cars, stock cars on and a road let's course. Face it, yeah, yep. on a road course. And let's face it, none none of these uh, stock car drivers could just jump in an F one car and expect to compete with Kimi no. Raikkonen. No, absolutely no. not." Absolutely not. So, you know, we, we talk about Cup Series guys being, you know, the, the best, but that's only a reference the best of stock car drivers. You know, I, I hate and I wish they would reference that more and more because, you know, F1 guys are only the best of open wheel or, or the best of IndyCar car drivers might have something to say about that. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, uh, you know, some of them. Um, I'm not saying all of them could probably just right. jump in an F1 car and compete with, you, you know, uh, I, and Hamilton. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I wish they would reference that a lot more. But anyway, yeah, go ahead and well, do your post race interview. Well, well, two things here. One, the only driver out of that group that I saw interviewed at all was Kimi Raikkonen. I don't know. I didn't hear anything else from anybody. I think else. That's because that he's the, he's legit the only one out of that group. That I felt like stood a chance. Let's face it, because yeah, he, he was in the better better equipment out of that group. He ran the top, down. ran in the top ten through some of the day. But here, yeah. here is Kimi Raikkonen post race. This is from YouTube. This is from let's see here NASCAR's YouTube page. So I don't get copyrighted here, copyright violations. So here's Kimi Raikkonen's post race interview from Watkins Glen. Yeah, the impact was more apart from the the first impact. Somebody hit the the tire or the wheels directly and the wheel spun and uh, yeah, something wrong with the wrist but that's how it goes I know it was shorter than you wanted but did you enjoy yourself here in the NASCAR Cup Series yeah it was good fun you know and uh, yeah, I felt more confidence all the time and uh, you know I had some good battles and uh, yeah, it's a shame I think the car felt like it had a lot of a lot of speed in, uh, in there but uh, that's how it goes sometimes will we see it come back well, we'll see. I'm, uh, I don't know myself either. So, I love I love his interview. I love his mentality. I love his if ice man status. This weekend, if I get interviewed this weekend, and they ask me, "Man, that, that was it's a good race." What'd you think? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, no, no, they wouldn't say it was a good race. Uh, it was a good. Race. It was now, good fun. It was good fun. It was good fun. It was good fun. It was good fun. Yeah, I mean, shorter, 
Key word, shorter than intended. That is the that's the key word for Charlie Hercus Racing. Yeah, well, I mean, it was so it was so interesting just listening to his post race interview. Oh, I hope to see him back one day. You, I like you, you. Gotta love the guy. I mean, you, you cannot not like Kimmy Raikkonen. Kimmy Raikkonen. I, I feel the same you, way. You just can't, and, and that's why I always pulled for him in F one. By far, my go to guy in F one. Wish he'd make a return. I, I, I great. I'm done. just kidding. He he. He, he's, you know what? He has nothing else to prove. No, no, he doesn't. He's oh, doing. That's, he's doing, that's built beer on the keyboard. No, that was right here. I just dropped my iPad here, so I could bring up the standings here. But yeah, Kimi Raikkonen did well in his first day, although be it he got caught up in that accident. Oh well, that's going to happen from time to time here. I, I think you'll see him again next year. Maybe I want to see him in an oval track. That's where I want to see Kimi Raikkonen at. Overall, the race was fun. Uh, Kyle Larson won, sweeping the weekend. Had a little running, though, with Chase Elliott there on the final restart. Chase Elliott not too happy. Pretty much saying congratulations to Kyle Larson on his win. And just hitting the repeat button every time when he asked about it. Congratulations on the win. Sounds very Kyle-esque, Kyle Bush-esque, I should say, about that interview. What do you guys think of that final restart? I saw nothing wrong with it. I thought I saw it as just... Good racing. If anything, Larson looked like he might have gotten in a bit of a lockup going in there, overdrove turn one, and pushed and leaned on. I should say leaned on Chase Elliott, which ultimately pushed him out of the groove. But, yeah, what do you guys you know, think of that? So there, there's no doubt that he was going to drive it in there a little harder than what he's normally been. However, I, you know, I do feel that Kyle Larson knows that even he drove it in there harder than what he intended to. I do think he wanted it to be a race between him and Chase and finish one and two. So I do think he will slid it just a little bit further than what he intended to. And, and I, I think, you know, Kyle genuinely meant what he, you know, what he said in the post-race interview. So, and look, if it, it, if it was me and Austin, I'd be upset in the post-race interview as well. Uh, I, I, I would too. I, no, you I, would not. I'm saying if I was in Chase's shoes, oh, stupid. So oh, shut up. Yeah, but me and you, you'd be mad if you ran me off the track and won the race. I said if I was in Chase's shoes. But you said me and Austin. I said me and Austin. If I was in Chase's shoes, I'd be upset too. Oh, I thought you said you didn't come up there. I thought you were talking about you, Carl. Yeah, so calm down, dummy. What in Let the world? Think. 25 laps this weekend, just let you know. Yeah, I'm starting to change my mind about that. I should come down there and race. Anyway, I got a fire suit, Matthew. I could fit in it. I'm smaller than you. Bring tennis shoes, not football. Oh, yeah, I wear tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Anyway. No, no, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was not a, I thought it was a racing thing. They, yeah, he, didn't take he probably out. did get in there a little hotter than what he, what he intentionally meant to, but. You didn't take him out. He, he didn't take him out. Chase Elliott so, finished fourth. And, and I get where Chase probably did have the dominant car, no doubt. But mm, Yeah, I would say, yeah. And, and I can see where he's upset, for sure. But at the same time, you're, you're locked. And, and I disagree with Chase on this. You, you're locked into the playoffs. You know, you, you still have double the amount of wins of Kyle Larson this year. And you already clinched the regular season championship before yep. that incident. Yeah, but at, at the end of stage one. Yeah. Um, so... 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <sighs> you know, what, what else do you got to prove? Right, hey, let's go into Daytona and let's win Daytona. I think that goes back to what you said right there to last week's episode when I said, did the playoff standings in the win-and-you're-in whole format hurt it? Because that right there, I mean, just hearing that, it's, I don't know if Chase Elliott said anything along the lines of, hey, we're already locked into the championship. Why are playoffs? Why are we racing like that? It's like, well, what? I don't know if he said that. I don't know if you heard something I didn't. But, I mean, I feel like if just that mindset right there is, is solidifies my point where the win in your end format vice the consistency to get into the playoffs like it was when it was the chase or what it was when it was a regular season championship from 1 to 36, well, it has a different mentality. Well, you know, you know when winning, it, it gets you some extra playoff points too, though. I guess you can see where Chase is upset on that side of it too. So... I don't know. It's it's a you, you see both sides of it when yeah, okay do. yeah he cost me to win but not only did he cost me a win he cost me playoff points yes I'm already in I'm not so much upset as uh, about the win because I'm already in as I am the playoff points at this point so I mean it's just one playoff the playoff point. Point, the playoff points at this point that one playoff point could have took me to the next round if it would have come down to a points thing. Okay, fair so, enough. Or you just run consistently at Darlington in the round of 16 and then set yourself up for the round of 12 and in the round of 8. You just set yourself yeah, up for that. I, I think Chase has got such a good lead. If, if all he does is run consistently, he's, he'll hook it deep into the playoffs yeah. if he doesn't win any. I, yeah, he, I, he's got a pretty good points lead. Yeah, no no doubt. Um, so And with the tracks coming up, I, you know, I don't see where he probably won't win, you know, with a Roval in it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, a lot of tracks are coming up for Chase Elliott for him to run well in. Looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, Kyle Larson wanted it more, I feel, raced him, although be it maybe not the cleanest as it could be. And I'm sure, I don't know if Preston's still with us and want to talk about track limits here in that hole, maybe could have been prevented if he they would have. Raced within the track limits because I know that's pressure. Uh, there's only there's only one way to uh, eliminate that, and that's just to move that wall in. And they're not going to do like that. Safer barrier, like the tires. Yep. Move the tires. Move the tires in. Um, and and the same way uh, was it turn six or or seven there. Uh, move those tires oh, in yeah. so they don't have as far a runoff, and it pinches the car. Uh, pinches the car down some. Hey, good point. So that's all, in my opinion, that that's all you got to do there. Just just reconfigure the track wall. You ain't even got to reconfigure the track. It's it's just move the wall in, and, and it's really almost just a temporary wall. Yeah, I wish Preston was here to talk about so, that. However, I, he I, I'd be all for that. As a matter, you know, so because that that put a lot more uh, into uh, tire. You know, uh, 
tire, what is it? Tire wear. wear. Not just tire wear, but tire, uh, you know, saving your tires. Conservation. Conservation. That's the word I was looking for. That's what I'm here for, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Well, Watkins Glen, overall, I thought it was a good weekend, except for the debacle from the start from NASCAR. I wish they would have planned that a little better, done a little better on that. Then you're here or there. There's nothing I could do about it. But Yeah, I, I agree starting it when they did, but or finally throwing the green flag when they or right. you know, throwing the green flag when they did, but they should have just not even attempted to start it and just waited to throw the green right. flag if, when if, they did. If you're unsure, don't even get the cars out on the exactly. track. Exactly. I, I agree throwing the green flag when they did because it helped drive the track, no doubt. But I, I wouldn't even have attempted to start it until there was no just steady stream of water across the track. Right, NAS- but I, NASCAR I would definitely have a, a drain system in place for, for something like that, like we already talked about. But anyway, moving on. Moving on to Daytona, the final race of the regular season, at least for the Cup Series, that is, the big one that we all have circled on our calendars since the drop of this green flag at Daytona for the 500. Coming up here Saturday, August 27th at, not, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. Not even going to ask you guys. We're going to ask you guys. Who is, it, you, who, is it NBC? It is NBC. I'm looking at it right here. Okay. We I, we got a lot to talk about here because we got one spot left in the playoffs. Kurt Busch locked himself in after nobody knew one at Watkins Glen this past week. And so Kurt Busch is officially in for when he comes back here for the Darlington Southern 500 there. What do you guys expect? I expect nothing but craziness from the green flag to the checkered flag, maybe a few overtimes thrown in there. It's going to be crazy. If this if this is your first, if anybody out there has never watched a race before or you know somebody who hasn't watched a race before, you might want to tell them to tune into NBC on Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because they're going to watch something that is going to just blow them away. What are your guys' expectations for this race weekend coming up here for Daytona for the Xfinity and the Cup Series? Mainly, I think, for the Cup Series. Uh, Cup Series, I think there's going to be a lot of, um, I wouldn't say muscle moves, almost bonehead moves to a point. Power moves. Yeah, I I think there's going to be a lot of you have nothing to lose (laughs) if you're not already locked in. Yeah, if I think there's going to be a lot of hard pushing. People trying, right. I wouldn't say stage points, but setting themselves up for that last yeah. stage. There's no the last couple of laps. The stage points aren't going to really mean a hill of beans after the restart. To anybody except unless Truex and after stage one, uh, unless after stage one, uh, Truex and, and Blaney are pretty close for some reason, which they shouldn't be. I, th- I think the points gap, uh, Blaney has 25 points to the good in front of Truex right now. And it actually closed up a little bit after this race, Dan. Unless after stage one, it, it, it gets closer, then stage points aren't going to matter. It's going to have to be, a, hey, I got to get to the front and win this thing. I, I, just, I just know that last stage was about 10 to go. I, I, I said last stage, period. There's going to be a lot of people muscling their way to the front. It's, gonna be, gonna it, it, it's probably going to be three wide to the end. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So here's how it breaks down. We got Ryan Blaney's the only one in the top 16 who is not locked in with a win. He's plus 25 over Martin Truex Jr. But you have everybody, not just the guys locked into the playoffs. I dare say you have 
in addition to Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr., you have everybody from 18th all the way down to 30th, which is Todd Gillen, and, and the driver in 18th is Eric Jones. You got nothing to lose. Go for it. We're yeah. going to see these guys make some bold moves. I don't think nowhere so on pit road, but on the racetrack, we're already they're already I think feeling the butterflies here. Justin Haley could do the upset. I mean, I said this uh, uh, quite a few episodes ago. Now, a oh, lot of, a lot of these teams. Ian used to be our producer, and then he said, "I don't want to do this anymore." Oh, <laughs> and he used to be a firefighter with me, and then he moved up to I think Charlotte area. I got you. Uh, uh, a lot of these teams have been doing nothing but preparing a Daytona 500 top car for this race. Right. A lot of these teams that have been on the outside looking in, yep. um, ha- especially teams like uh, Brad Keselowski. 2311. Yep. Uh, Stuart Haas. Stuart Haas yep. is another one. Uh, you know, a lot of these teams are – about to show up and try their best to show out at Daytona and they, weekend. And they're going to be aggressive, like hard pushing. From lap one. Aggressive. Like, they got to like stay up front. Those, like, hey, you know, I, I don't even know that I would say uh, from lap one. I, I think you're going to see a lot of people not even worry about points, period. And, and they're going to try to save their equipment the best they can and – and maybe middle ways, three quarters of ways through stage two, start pushing pretty hard towards the front and set themselves up for stage three. Yep, I, I think so as well. It's going to be one of those things I feel when we when it gets down to it, the stages, stage one and two, are going to be fill out the car in the draft. The track's going to change a lot from the time the green flag drops all the way till the checker flag. So what are we going to see from the drivers – who can adapt well to it and put themselves in position at lap 160. I think maybe it's going to be a little more than 160 to win if you're not already locked into the playoffs. Definitely green white checker. Since you said, I think I, I think it's, yeah. I think it's going to be like more like two or three green white checkers. It isn't going to be just be. Yeah. No, it one. won't be just one. It definitely be two. At hey, least two. Especially if there's two or three drivers that aren't locked in. Within the top ten, yeah, yeah. they're, yep. they're going to be trying to make their way to the front. Yeah, it's, it's because gonna, at the bottom line, wrong. they really don't care who they bump. No, the, this the is the last race right. before the playoffs. Their, their only mindset is I have. To I win. need to get it. They're going to do whatever they have to to win the race. The yep. fact that this is a restricted plate track, and yeah. it's the last race. I, hey. This is my one opportunity. I don't care who I make mad, and they might retaliate the very next race or the race after that. But hopefully I'll be in the playoffs and they won't type thing. That's yep. what I feel. Exactly. I, I 100% agree with you on that. We got a heck of a weekend of racing here, not only NASCAR for the Cup Series and Xfinity Series, but Formula One. Formula One. And yeah, before, and that's it. That's all it's going to be. Oh wait, we didn't talk about the uh, IndyCar race. I had good days. Uh. <laughs> we didn't talk about the IndyCar race. What do you guys think of the IndyCar race? Be honest with you, I kind of got bored with it. Yeah, it, it wasn't. I, I like IndyCar. It wasn't on, a typical. I'm with you. I like IndyCar on circle tracks, but I, like but I got high, bored with this one. When it's on a high speed track, I feel like this wasn't the typical high speed track like you see at Texas track, or something like track, that. Tracks like Texas or Pocono where they're just 
it's just amazing what those guys are doing. To me, I, it was all right, but it wasn't the best. Joseph Newgarden won, so my pick won. Yeah, finally got me one. But it wasn't it wasn't the best race. A little boring, little action here and there, but nothing really crazy. Okay, that was the IndyCar race. IndyCar is off till September here with only three races to go. That was or two race, two two races to go here. Coming up here for and both are going to be road courses. It would not be good race. It might not be good race, but hey, Formula <laughs> One this weekend we got it from Spa. Belgium, I should say, more so specifically. August 28th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. The Xfinity race for the for NASCAR will be Friday, August 26th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. And I'm going to say it again. Saturday, August 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC is going to be your cup race from Daytona. Regular season finale for the Kais in the Cup Series. Gentlemen, what are your picks for the Formula One Xfinity and Cup race. Formula One, I'm gonna go with my guy Max Verstappen. Okay, Verstappen's always a consistent one. God, Xfinity. I mean, you can really pick anybody one to forty or thirty-eight on the lineup sheet. Um, yeah, let's keep in mind here that the the cutoff, the final season, the finale for the final season for the Xfinity series is going to be at Bristol in mid-September. So this is just a Regular season race for them. There's really nothing on the line except maybe a chance to get into the round of 12 for their playoffs, but this isn't going to be as big as the Cup Series. But I'm going to take Matt's pick on F1. How much you want to bet? I'll let you pick first, Matt, so I don't take your pick. Leclerc for F1. Oh, I wasn't going to take your pick. Uh-huh. Russell. Okay, Russell. But I, I, I think – I think Ferrari, they, every, everybody's had two weeks off. I think Ferrari's kind of kicked themselves in the rear end. I, I think I think we're going to see a change from Scuderia Ferrari here in, in the second half of the season. You think they had a big old team meeting on this time off? Absolutely, they did. People, brought some people in? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe not that. They just know, they, they have good risks. Yeah, that's more, that's more uh, I'd say, uh, Eastern European of uh, Russia – Whereas the Italians, uh, you know, uh, more, you know, we want to make it to Scuderia Ferrari run well, and you know, they. So have- what I'm he- what I'm hearing right now is Matt has a bowl of spaghetti beside him, and Charlie has a bottle of vodka sitting beside him. That's true. I love the love the vodka. I did have the pizza today. <laughs> and I got the good old bush lot. And Austin's just true blue American right there, but yeah, I think Charles Leclerc is going to reaffirm. The Americans. <laughs> <laughs> they do not know the culture right there. They do not know the culture. Okay, but so George Russell, Max Verstappen, and myself, Charles Leclerc for Formula One. Xfinity Series. What do you guys pick for Daytona for Xfinity Series? Jim Burton. I'm going to pick Riley Hurst. Riley Hurst. Herbst. The only Ford running in, or no, Andy Lally ran a Ford last week, and uh, Patrick Gallagher did, but I don't think they run consistently. I, tell, but I, think- I, I withdraw my statement. Uh, Landon Castle. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I was thinking uh, one of the, uh, who is it? What? Uh, Colin Cars, uh, Landon yeah, Castle. That's, what I, that's uh, exactly what I was going to pick, uh, Landon Castle. Yeah. God, y'all get. You right. can pick um, Burton. Burton's no, running, Burton. at, Burton's running a Colin Car too, ain't he? Yeah, he is. But I ain't going to pick Burton. That, that was my. My underdog pick. All right. Who's another underdog? Ryan, Ryan C. Ryan C. Ryan C. Ryan C. Okay. Ryan C. 
39 car, I think. 39. 39. All right. And in the big one, gentlemen, who wins in the Cup Series? We'll make this a two-part question. Does a repeat winner win, or does a first-time winner win in for 2022? That's question one. That's a good question. I think like a first-time winner this season. I think a first-time winner, a first-time winner this season that hasn't won in the 2020. That's a good question, Conrad. Comrade, not Conrad. Oh gosh, you're the worst Russian ever. I'm gonna say yes. We have a first-time winner at Daytona for for 2022, and I'm gonna agree with you. A first-time winner for the season. Yes, season that hasn't won yet in 2022. Because, like I said, they're not gonna give a rat's booty. On what they have to do when the yeah, I'm I'm gonna say a first yeah, time. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a first time winner. Now, the second part to that a, question: a, re, a winner, st- winner starts with a W. Oh, did I do it again? R. Did I do it not again? A, not a R, Scooby Doo. Thank you. Okay. Really? <laughs> 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 All right. Second part to that question: Who is that driver who wins this Saturday at Daytona? Who bumps Ryan Blaney, or, or, or does Ryan Blaney do it? I'm going to start off with you, Austin. Who wins this Saturday at Daytona? Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Stenhouse Jr. He's, he's, always, he's always a strong at plate races. I say he gets it done. All right. Austin, all right Charlie, what about you? I think that's a good scramble. I scrambled the brains in my stupid I don't know. I wanted to say William Byron, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, I'm just kidding. No, uh, he's already won this year. Ryan, Ryan Fritz Jr. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, no, first time Rubble. winners. Uh, Wallace. Yeah, Bubba Wallace. Rubble Wallace. Oh, Rubber Wallace, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. I say Ricky Stenhouse Jr. might could get it done this weekend if one of the RFK boys don't get it done. But I, I say Ricky Stenhouse Jr. My pick, you pick. My pick. Yeah, you're you're gonna pick Austin's pick. What'd you say, Ricky Stenhouse? I said Jr. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, well I'm going with Kozlowski. All right, you're going with Kozlowski, which is a good pick. He's won a Daytona before. My pick is the other RFK driver. Chris Busher. Busher. He's doing yeah. so well. He's always yeah, he's been he, up there for the oh, past few no, weeks. It's Christopher Busher. Sorry, yeah, Christopher Busher. It is. You're right. You're right. It is Christopher <laughs> Busher. That's 100% my fault. But yeah, Christopher Busher gets it done this weekend, I feel, and bumps Ryan Blaney out of the playoffs. I don't think Ryan Blaney makes it to Darlington to start competing in the playoffs. Not this year. Ryan Rainey? Ryan Rainey? <laughs> There's a new T-shirt idea. But, gentlemen, yeah. anything else before we get into our final thoughts this week in NASCAR and uh, fantasy standings and wrap up this week's episode of Rambling About Racing? No, I'm good. Charlie? No, I'm good. All right, let's wrap it up. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR gears to get you ready for this coming up season, such as t-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecast, and so much more. But you don't only have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah, not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, 
I go in there. That's where I get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear. Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want. Go check them out. White flag, white flag. White flag, white flag. White flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. Final thoughts here on this episode of Rambling About Racing. If you've stayed tuned through this point, I commend you because we lost it once I changed out my W's with R's and R's and and Scooby-Doo joined us on this broadcast here. But thank you for joining us, whether you're on uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or Twitch. Really do appreciate it. And now we just get into our final thoughts this week, our This Week in NASCAR, and our fantasy standings from this past weekend. And, Charlie, I think you and I talked about it. I won, if I'm not mistaken. You did. You actually – let me pull up. Better, better late than never. I'll pull up Watkins Glen. You did with a whopping 221 points. That's I right. I finished second with 206 SMR R&D with 100. Actually, SMR R&D and Matt Kemper tied for third with 179 apiece. Congratulations, Matt. Pretty, pretty good race there. Yeah. Which brings us to our overall standings. And yeah. the. Which I didn't budge once. I didn't budge. I'm, I'm stuck at seventh. I'm like anchored down there. Yeah, you're pretty well anchored down there. But you got a good lead on Smoking Woody. I don't think he's doing um, Matt Camper, however, did jump from sixth to second, which it was a yeah. close it's a close points battle between second and sixth. So he did jump from sixth to second with that good running this past week. Yeah, he did. Matt, you are still seventh, uh, with thirty nine hundred and eighty three okay. points. Okay. Sixth is SMR R and D with forty three hundred and two. And it is, man, I'm talking about three points separate fifth and second. Fifth is Super Sumo 32 with 4,314. Third is currently tied S-Blades with 4,316. SMR Operations with the same, 4,316. Matt Kemper jumped a second with 4,317. I extended my lead with 4,591. All right. Very nice. If I can only do that in real life. And you only have, what, two, three more races left? Two. Yeah, get on it, buddy. That's why I'm bringing in backup. (laughs) You're bringing in Austin. Calling in the righty from the bullpen. That's all I got for baseball. Okay, this week in NASCAR, we go to August 3rd. It's going to be a a good race. Okay, I'm going to mute you again. I'm gonna meet you this week in NASCAR, man. Don't 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 step on the toes here. All right, this week can't even see your toes. So whatever. Okay, this week in NASCAR, we go to August 31st, 2003. Terry Labonte wins his wins the last Labor Day weekend Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. NASCAR has announced in the beginning of 2004 the race dates will be moved for NASCAR's original Speedway to California Speedway, and I remember they did that, and it was a 
heartbreaking thing. It was great. It was great to see Terry Labonte win that race, although be it on TV and not in person. And I hope that one day maybe we see that again, but I'm glad the Southern 500 is back for Labor Day weekend. Unfortunately, I will not be there this weekend due to prior obligations, but I think next year, instead of Talladega, all of us should go to Darlington for the 500. Am I muted? Yes, you are now. Oh, man. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm laughing. I can't do it while I'm laughing. It's okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm all for Darlington. That'd be fun. You've never been to Darlington, have you? Um, I drove past it. Okay, well, that doesn't count. I drove past Halliday two or three times. I've only been to Bristol. That's, that's the only NASCAR-affiliated track I've ever been to in Bristol. Oh, so this I've is been to Dega, Atlanta, Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen was fun. Was it not, Matt? That, that, that was fun. fun. And they, they do pretty good. And I will commit. I didn't say this on earlier in the show, but Watkins Glen actually like brought in stands and stuff like that on different points of the track to uh, – like get people to sit at, at different turns and stuff like that. Yeah. So like they really do like that track caters to the fan base. So kudos to Watkins Glen for making it an even more enjoyable race. Even though it's rain delay, a lot of people probably left. Yeah, that was you know, unfortunate. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to them for trying. Uh, next year, if it, if it goes dry the whole race, I'm telling you, that place will probably be packed. Because like, there was a yeah. lot of people there before that race started. Yeah, there were. I mean, that place was that place was full. And when I say, you know, full, I mean, like, the stands were actually packed as opposed to when they say packed at some of the oval tracks. No, I, I totally agree with you there. And since we're playing this game, I'll, I'll say where I've been. Atlanta, Charlotte, Pocono. Watkins Glen. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Roval and Charlotte. Okay, that counts. Watkins Glen, New Hampshire, Darlington, Bristol, the Roval, Daytona. We know who has no life. Well, Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's soon to be Talladega, buddy. Talladega. Take that one off. Soon to be Talladega. Well, that would about do it for our show, guys. Thanks for showing up here doing the show this week. It was a lot of fun. Can't wait to Daytona. Can't wait to talk about that. Next week, we're gonna we plan to have the guys from Blind Spotting NASCAR podcast on. Good friends of the show, good group of guys there to preview the playoffs from Darlington from Darlington, yes, all the way to the checkered flag falling for the final time in the twenty twenty two season at Phoenix International Raceway. Can't wait to have those guys on. It's been a while since I've talked to them. We've had them on the show, so it would be should be a lot of fun to have them on. But, gentlemen, anything else before we wrap it up this week? So, so next week, right, we're doing our uh, we're going to be our, our brackets. Uh, yeah, we'll be presenting our brackets. I got you. All right, all right. I, and I tell you what, I'll put it out there right now. I'm, I'm going to throw out two things real quick here. If you pick your bracket. And I win a hundred dollar Amazon card, and you finish your bracket throughout the rest of the year. You can have the hundred, and you pick your bracket completely right. You can have the hundred dollar gift card from Fantasy. Shut up! I'm going to talk. Don't you drop the Fantasy? You're not going to win that. You're just there to be a field filler. And if you win it, you win it. I'll give you a T-shirt. How about that? I have a T-shirt. Ooh, he called you a field. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do something here for the fans here. Okay, so everybody watching and listening, here's the deal. Forget the Amazon gift card. We're not even talking about fantasy. 
Forget that. Well, I want my gift card. Well, then buy yourself a gift card, Charlie. I don't know what to tell you, man. (laughs) Matt Camper might win it. The season's not even over yet. Catch me if you can. Okay, this guy. So here, I got two things to say here. One, if you, everybody submits their bracket on using either hashtag what do you think ITM on Rambling About Racing's Facebook or Twitter, or if you email it to us at in the marbles at hotmail.com, at hotmail.com, I should say, you'll be entered into win. And the best, and the person who has the a perfect bracket will get a Rambling About Racing t shirt and a Rambling About Racing beer mug. Beer yep. Okay. There's motivation, and everybody's in. Everybody's included. Oh, in so that. we don't so, get a win. So no, everybody's included. So if you make a bracket, even us, Woo. Preston, Austin, Charlie, anybody who makes a bracket for the NASCAR and it's perfect, and it's submitted before next week's ep- after or before this next week's episode on the 31st of August of 2022. And it's perfect. You'll get a rambling about racing T-shirt and a rambling about racing beer mug. There's one. Fine. I withdraw my statement Thank about you. the Amazon gift card. Yeah, just drop it. Keep, it's not, it's, I will keep that for myself. <laughs> it's not happening to me. But if you, yeah, that's that's number that's number one. Number two is we got a new line of products out for rambling about racing, and it's the anyone but line. And what this is is pretty much anybody who you want to cheer against. So for me, I got I put them on our bonfire store. You can head over to ramblingaboutracing.com, check those out. But I got up there right now anybody but Hamlin, Harvick. I think Elliot, you put Elliot, Elliot up there. Hamilton. I mean, let me just run it run through here. It was on our Twitter, so make sure to follow us on Twitter for more about that. But uh, let's see here, just before I leave here. You didn't make maybe the Toyota drivers anyone, but that's Ham- all I have. Hamlin, Kurt Busch, or sorry, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, and Lewis Hamilton right now. But there was, there's going to be more on the way. Yeah, definitely anyone but Logano. Okay, I'll make one of those, and I'll make it anyone but Wallace, and anyone but, you know, I'll just keep making these. So if you show up to Talladega with one of those shirts on, and if you're there at Talladega with us, you'll get two free beers. And me and Charlie will sign your forehead and Matt. I'll sign your booby. And with that being said, gentlemen, anything else? Lee. I should have said that at the top of the show. And if anybody waited till this point in the show to watch or listen, then you got I'll, I'll make sure to promote it there on Facebook and Twitter and everything. But gentlemen, anything else before we wrap it up here? That was all I had. No, I guess I'm gonna have to go dig up the old fire suit and the gloves and the shoes. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We we got uh, we got some racing to do this weekend. Well, make sure to live stream it, gentlemen. We can't wait to yeah. see it. Been a, it's been a year, year and a couple of months since I. I guess I, if I can figure out how to hook my GoPro, uh, which I think I figured out how to hook my GoPro live to my phone, and I'll just keep my phone in my car with me. There you go. It'll be it'll be live streamed the whole. There you go. Just that, you can also turn your traction control on when you phone your. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I can just put hook your traction control up. There you go. Um, in the NOS, in the NOS, right? Hook the traction control up on a solid axle rear end. Yeah. I have to figure out where I'll put them gas shocks at. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we could throw them on for the last couple of races. And that A word that man likes to sling around on live oh, television. Yeah. I remember that. 
I don't want to bring that up anymore. But gentlemen, that's about it. Anything else? Going once, going twice? No, just you know, hoping for a, you know, just hoping for a good race. Yeah, good, good race. All right, gentlemen. I'm, I'm excited. I'm tickled. I get to drive a car. There you go. Well, we can't wait to hear. I get to, I get to snatch a nose off. Well, can't wait to hear all let's, about let's not that. Do that. You don't have to fix it. I do. <laughs> Just like you don't have to edit, Charlie. I do. Ah, uh, trust me. You would much rather edit than you would have to fix a car. I'll just send it to. I just uh, outsource it. That'd be me. Also, would he rather edit or fix a car? Buddy, I'm gonna tell you right now. You do the edit and fix the car. You guys don't exactly. know. You guys don't know what I go through every week. You don't know what we go through when it comes to fixing a car. You don't know. You get you get bloody knuckles when you uh, edit it. Oh, poor baby. Get bloody knuckles. Oh, wear gloves. I'm out of it. Gloves are for. Never, never mind. Yeah, you know, I was going to say the same thing, you know. <laughs> that's it. That's wrapped up. Episode 134 in the books. 144, yep. buddy. Uh, 144. We're, we're done. Uh, I'm on my way to South Carolina to kick some. <clears throat> I'm right here, buddy. I'm right here, man. Grab a Coke and a Smoky. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck, gentlemen. Can't wait to see it and hear everything about what happened there. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here on this episode of Rambling About Racing. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, or if you're just watching us after the fact on any social media platform and listening to us on your regular podcast platform or on Burns Radio. Really do appreciate it. Special thanks to our partners, Stand Up to Cancer and Finax, for all they do, not only for us here at Rambling About Racing, but for what they do for Burns Radio as well. Make sure to head over to ramblingaboutracing.com, the links to all of those social media platforms, and for the link to the Bonfire Store where you can find our anything, anyone but shirts that are out now. For Charlie Herc, it's Chuck8384, Austin Reeves, Austin underscore Reeves6. I'm Matt Beamer, nbeamer22 on Twitter. Stay safe, and we'll see you after Daytona. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.